With Siata Deshmaya, let's continue on our lessons of understanding the Shema and Amidah, understanding Tefillah. What do we say when we're standing in front of the, the King of Kings? So now we're in the section of the Amidah where we're davening about the Sadiqam, the righteous. And so here we say, on the righteous and on the pious and the elders of your people, the house of Israel, and on the remnant of their scholars, and on the righteous converts and on us, may your compassion be stirred, my master, our God. Grant a good reward to all who sincerely trust in your name. Place our portion with them forever, and we will not be ashamed, for in you we trust. You are the source of all blessing, my master's support and trust of the righteous. So when we survey the kinds of Jews highlighted in the blessing, we see some of the most distinguished representatives of our people. They're sadikim, righteous individuals who live their lives to the letter of the Torah law. There are chasidim, pious souls who go above and beyond the mitzvah requirements to fulfill God's will. And there are elders who transmit the wisdom and traditions of our Torah to the next generation. There are the remnants of the scholars who are the teachers of our people. And closing the list of our finest are the righteous converts who gave up their past often at great sacrifice to become Jewish. And we join this lofty list by including ourselves in the very same blessing these saintly people receive. So when Abraham pleaded to God for the lives of the residents of Sodom, he asked that Hashem save the city as long as there were even 10 righteous people in the midst of the city. And we can derive from this famous episode that even 10 righteous people can save an entire city if they care enough to be involved with this residence. So those great spiritual personalities referred to in the beginning of our blessing are not aloof from the happenings in their communities. They do not live in ivory towers remote from the lives of their fellow Jews. In fact, these righteous individuals influence and inspire others. They are role models. And we request that Hashem grant those who trust in him the truest reward a person could receive, namely the ability to inspire that trust in other people. And their impact is not just on this generation, but on future generations as well. Their teachings and deeds influence and inspire countless others. And their source of inspiration, their commitment to Torah ideals is who they are and what motivates them. Their personal impact on others is lasting. And this is the good reward that spans the generations, it is eternal. And then we say, may your compassion be stirred, my master, our God. Grant a good reward to all who sincerely trust in your name. So in our blessing, we pray that Hashem's mercy be stirred and that he extends to us the reward that he bestows upon those virtuous individuals. So how do we include ourselves in the blessing of the righteous? Like what right do we have to ask for a reward? So the common denominator we share with these illustrious role models is that we all trust in God's name. The term means many things to us. It means that he is our personal God, Hashem, who took us out of Egypt. He cares about each of us deeply and loves us greatly. And Hashem is not only the God of history or of the present, he is also God of our future, our destiny. We trust and believe in Hashem because only Hashem can guarantee the future. Mashiach, the rebuilding of the temple and the revival of those who lie in the dust and much more. Hashem's four-letter Hebrew name expresses these tenses of being. God was, is, and will always be. And when Hashem asked God, what is your name? God responded, I shall be that I shall be. 
And Hashem revealed himself in the future tense to declare to his people, you have a glorious future ahead. You are not doomed to die in slavery like your fathers. I will take you out of slavery and bring you into the promised land. And all of us, our great teachers and inspirational leaders, share this trust in God's name. And so respectfully, we ask Hashem to provide to all who sincerely trust in your name with a good reward. So it's interesting that the modern Hebrew term for security Bitahon, uh, Bitahon is the same expression for trust in God. Man, with all his technology and scientific superiority, is still a very vulnerable being. In a year of pandemic, we saw conflicting views of researchers on how to defeat it, economies in ruin, and governments in turmoil. And most, much of mankind was shaken and paralyzed by fear. And it's such a climate that extremes and confusion persist that we came to realize that the only one, the only one you can rely on is your father in heaven. So, of course, this recognition does not mean that mankind should not do everything at its disposal to rectify the situation. To a great extent, many scientists, after years of success in their various disciplines, developed a hubris that made them feel that they can resolve almost any problem. They evidently do not feel that there's any problem above their pay grade. But nevertheless, we've learned that after all is said and done, only Hashem, only Hashem can turn things around. And since the God, since our God, since Hashem has guaranteed the eternity of the Jewish people, our security is in His hands. In our minds, our trust in God is our security. So by placing our trust in our omnipotent God, in Hashem, we're declaring that He is the one and only being who can determine our future. And this is an act of faith and belief, emunah and bitahon. And when we say, place our portion with them forever and we will not be ashamed, we request in our Shabbat and Yom Tov prayers, grant us our share in your Torah. So what does it mean that every Jew has a portion in God's Torah? So according to our tradition, every Jew is spiritually present. We were all there at Sinai. Every Jew received a unique portion in the Torah which connected, which connected you to God. And so there's a well-known saying, Israel, the Holy One, blessed be He, and the Torah are one. And this saying reveals a deep secret about how we can become one with Hashem through the Torah. The late Lubavitcher Rebbe explained the connection between the Jews, the Torah, and God. Torah represents the highest level of spirituality, pure divine thought emanating from Hashem Himself. So when a Jew engages in Torah, his holy thoughts connect with God's. And in the process, they become united. So just as each of us is blessed with specific talents and interests, we connect to Torah in different ways. And some of us will focus on in-depth analysis of complex Talmudic topics, while others will want to engage in a broad-based study of contemporary issues in Jewish law. Some will specialize in certain mitzvot, both halakhically and practically. Charity drives for the poor, visiting the sick, comforting mourners, rejoicing with the bride and groom in every one of the mitzvot. In every passage in the Torah and his commentaries, we can find our connections, our thoughts, and our unique relationship with Hashem. So who are the role models who can help us realize our special relationship with God? We recognize that we cannot become who we are without the teachings and inspiration of those virtuous sadikim, hasidim, elders, the remnants of the scholars and the righteous converts. Truthfully, we're not on their level. But we ask Hashem to consider us as if we were like these most righteous ones, 
Much of who we are today is because of their example and influence. Their thoughts and deeds inspire us. And so if we want to follow in their path because what they have conveyed has become part of us, that we are really connected to them. So we ask Hashem to give us the merit to be counted with them. Support and trust of the righteous. When we say that, we should all inspire to be the best that we can be. In the words of Rabbi Shimon Schwab, as little as we may think of ourselves, as much as we are aware of our shortcomings, we should nevertheless aspire to become sadikim. Being a sadiq is not something that we should think we have achieved, but rather something for which we are to strive. And so we're all works in progress. Every weekday we recite two blessings in our Shmona Esrei that address repentance and forgiveness. Whether one just learned how to pray or one is a great sadiq, we all say the same very words. Father, bring us back to your Torah and forgive us our father for we have sinned and we have to believe you know that the ideal to become a saintly righteous person is far beyond us we may believe that the very words sound too lofty for the average person how, how can any of us in this fast-paced high stress materialistic world develop spirituality and surprisingly the, Mish the mishnah states that every jew has a share in the world to come and the world to come and in the words of yeshaya and all your people shall be righteous and we believe that every Jew has a potential to be a sadiq, to reach spiritual heights in various aspects of, of, of your life. One Jew can be a sadiq by not, gossip, by not gossiping to others and not doing Lashon Orach. Another can be a sadeket by her involvement with needy families and chesed in her community. Another can be a sadiq by visiting sick and elderly Jews in hospitals and nursing homes. And if a person cannot visit these patients, the sadekets would make every effort to ensure that the needs of the families are taken care of. So each of these ordinary individuals have chosen one area of their life to rise to, to sidkus. And once they have seen that the impossible can be possible, they move on to other mitzvot and develop character traits that expand their breadth of virtuous activities. And we conclude this blessing by describing Hashem as the support and trust of the righteous. So let's stop and analyze these terms. The Hebrew word support, right? It's taken from the phrase, we have nobody to rely upon except on our Father in heaven. And the second term, the second term, Trust is related to the fact that God is always a source of security for the righteous. So in Hebrew, meaning of a word are often defined by a structure. For example, the letter man before certain words indicate, indicates makom, place. To illustrate the Hebrew word you know, for east, uh, uh, which stands for, which the meaning where the rise, sun rises in the east. And another example is is sanctuary which is a contradiction it's which is meaning of meaning a whole meaning of a holy place so in these final closing terms of the blessing we can understand the words anew god is the address and place where the righteous may return at any time when they need support and security in their lifelong challenges Baruch Adonai Amen.